0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Friday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Dr. Anthony Trogoski, UW Lacrosse Political Science Professor, is in with us. And Kari Sealand is going to just he's gonna hang out in the back. Kari's gonna help us out this summer. Uh, we'll see what kind of trouble you can just scream really loud, Kari, if you have uh, if you have opinions uh six oh eight seven fellow
1: golden gopher yeah
0: fellow you guys and you know i live in minnesota so there's that so we all have like a little bit of minnesota tie but uh six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the target text line now there's a lot there there's like a whirlwind of state news going on the 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 legislature is, is is doing this and that and the other thing but they they did just decide we're not going to do the one thing that the the governor wanted to do but we'll do all this other stuff right like we're not going to accept medicaid <laughs> you're just you're, you're just you're not you're this so
1: this budget process rick is going to drain all of our energy by the time it's over because there's just so much going on right now i the late, every day it's a new twist because today the twist is that We might be risking $1.5 billion in pandemic aid based on the amount of funding that the Wisconsin uh, state legislature is looking to give schools. Basically, they're not giving schools enough to maintain this federal aid that was passed under the recently enacted COVID relief package. So that is a pretty high-stakes situation. If we're talking about $1.5 billion in federal pandemic aid for schools, that might be at risk. This is huge. This is huge. And it seems like we don't know what the resolution is going to be to this situation.
0: Okay. So a while ago, this was the case when we decided to overturn the state's mask mandate. We we yeah, we did that as the GOP legislature did something, or what, how did that work? We because after we, it wasn't the mask mandate, was it the mask No, there was no mask well, mandate. Well, that
1: that was through the Supreme Court. That
0: was a long time ago. What did we just do? And then when we rolled it back, coronavirus protections, we lost more COVID. Do you remember? Do you know what it is?
1: I I know what you're talking about, and this is very much that same flavor so essentially we, we, we lost out on snap
0: we were going to lose SNAP, federal snap yep. benefits because we did something with the covid we or didn't we we were rolling back something i
1: think the the state legislature is basically in this game right now of how much can we mess with the federal government before they take away our money well
0: they 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 do that and i'm gonna look it up It's pissing me off now they do that yeah. and then the the all of a sudden, the some nonpartisan joint finance, some committee comes out and goes, oh, by the way, Republicans, uh, you're going to lose out on a one and a half billion dollars in free money from the feds if you roll this stuff back. And then they're like, oh, so this is another story where they're like, OK, they're, they're going to they're, we're only going to, you know, we're only going to fund education in the state so much. And then some committee has to go, oh, by the way. You
1: guys are going to lose one and a half billion dollars if you don't do if you don't hit a quota here. Yeah, the rule is that states have to spend 35 percent of their funds on schools to qualify for this relief funding from the federal government. And like you said, Rick, it seemed like there were some legislators who were genuinely unaware of this situation before this nonpartisan entity came out informing them, hey, you're risking 1.5 billion dollars right now for our schools if you don't up the amount of money that you're giving to the schools in the budget that's being proposed. So the the one that where where the state
0: was going to lose 50 million dollars a month in SNAP benefits was when the Supreme Court struck struck down the public health emergency.
1: That's right because there had to be some sort of mitigation effort in place some kind of covid mitigation policy in place to maintain that funding and they struck down the mask order and that was basically it as far as the mitigation measures that were in place okay so somebody's texting in right uh
0: they because i said this they're texting in. it's not free money rick i well he didn't say rick i added the rick he goes it's not free money the federal money isn't free money but it's but if we don't take the money, then it's costing us money, right? There's, yeah. We we all pay taxes to the feds. Yep. And then when the state doesn't take fifty million a month for SNAP benefits, um, uh, what one and a half billion for this educate for education from the from the coronavirus package, and what was the other one? There was the 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 the, the one we just did the other day was another uh, state uh, federal fund. Oh, uh, badger care, right? Right. Like if we we we're, we're not going to expand badger care. Therefore, we're not going to take federal money to help pay for people that are on, that of low income that are going to get... So this all isn't... It's 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 not free money, but if we don't take the money, then it costs... The, it's like a weird loop. Then it costs us money.
1: We're paying for other states. Well, exactly. I mean, we're paying federal taxes to fund these programs. And if we don't want our money back, then that's a policy choice that we can make. But... I mean, it's not free money because we're paying for it. And it's just a matter of will the benefits come back to Wisconsin or will the benefits go to other states? And we will basically be net losers in the amount of money that we're giving to the federal government versus the amount of money that we're getting back from the federal government.
0: Um, This was like the the too early of a deep dive to start the show on a Friday. (laughs) Like I wanted to like overview it a little bit and then we just dove right in into the mess. Because what I wanted to start the show on was the scenario, and Kari would even be like, like if we get, if, if we don't have a mic for Kari, my, I'm sorry, Kari, but but the scenario that says what would you do if you parked your car at a friend? So let's say, so I've done this before because if you if you fly out of Madison or Minneapolis, it's a lot cheaper, if sure. you, than flying out of La Crosse if you have a friend in Madison or Minneapolis that could drive you to the airport. So let's say I drove to Minneapolis. And let's say your parents live there. I don't. I don't remember Saint Paul. Your parents do live in Saint Paul, right? Yep. Okay. So I, I let's say I make your parents drive me to the airport. Okay. Whatever. So my car is at at your parents' house. So this is. We'll think about this over the break. My car is at your parents' house, and then I go on my trip, and then when I come back, I discover that your parents have taken my car on a road trip for themselves. And like, what would you have to say? So, what would you? What were? You, un, unbeknownst to you, they didn't tell you that they have the keys to your car. But they didn't tell you, hey, we're going to take your car, uh, you know, to Florida and back while well, you're on one vacation. <laughs> we're going to take your car in another. Uh, maybe, maybe Florida's a little bit ridiculous. But let's just say they took it to. Um, they just took it up north, right? A three-hour sure. three-hour trip. So not like ridiculous, but. Further than if you would have drove your car on your instead of flying, so uh, something to think about. Like uh, your parents just take uh, your friend's parents, or your friend takes your car essentially on a joy joyride uh, for a couple hundred miles while while they're allowing you to park it at their house while you go and, off. Vacation. And
1: you had no idea that they were going to do it, right? There was
0: no like, hey, Rick, by the way, um, we're headed up north, a couple hours. Uh, do you mind if we take your car? That conversation never happened. They just took the car. Uh, something to think about. All right, Brad's got to do the news. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608 is the talk and text line. We've had a couple of minutes now to think about this scenario instead of deep diving into uh, Wisconsin state politics again and, and the uh, inability to figure out all the details before making giant decisions about funding. And we'll just put it out in the media and then uh, we'll let the journalists figure out <laughs> what we are and aren't doing correctly. And then we'll just backpedal. Before we get to that, so I, Trigoski, I take my car to Minneapolis. I take my car to St. Paul, drop it off at your parents. I take a vacation. Your parents drive me to the airport. They're nice enough to let me, because you don't want to pay. It's like $14 a day. Well, it was like a decade ago. Oh,
1: MSP. That's pricey.
0: It's probably $21 a day or something to park. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to park my car at your parents. They drive me to the airport. I'm gone for a week. When I get back, I have learned that they decided to take my car on a three-hour road trip. They took it, you know, three hours north to to Upper Michigan, or Mackinac Island or something like that. I think that's in the UP. Uh, and then they decided to come back. I don't even know if that's even logically. That I'm just thinking up north Wisconsin and not even the cities. But they, these, you know, they they essentially drove my car during the week for about six hours worth of mileage or whatever. Um, are you? What do you do? What do you say? Or or you do that? And my my parents
1: took your car. Like, what's your? Uh, what are your thoughts? Are you cool with it? Now. Would gas prices pay a, pay a ro- play a role in your thinking? Because if they didn't or did fill up the tank after, oh, they, the tank's empty. When if you the get tank in. was empty, then I mean, you would have good reason to be angry.
0: What? Well, but would you be? But what would you do? Okay, let's say the tank is empty because that's even worse. I don't even know if you would know the mileage. When you left, because... like yeah, would you know be, the mileage? That's yeah, the other question well, I asked. Let's just figure... Let's just say you're anal, and you would you know about that, and you would know the mileage. Like, for some reason, you know exactly what your mileage is. And you're like, wait <laughs> a minute. Uh, there's 700 miles more on my car than when I left it here. What What's going on? Now, it's like... Let's just say it's me and you. Let's just say I took your car without telling you. You went on vacation. I was nice enough to take you to the airport. But now no. are you going to be like, Rick, did you... Did you drive my car? Or Tregoski, did you drive my car over the weekend? Well, <laughs> but then would you tell me the truth about what happened if I were <laughs> right. to
1: interrogate you about that?
0: Yeah, but would you interrogate me? That's the question. Would you interrogate me? Because you have yeah. every right to. But also, I drove you to the airport, man. Like not here because if I drove you to the lacrosse okay, airport. Okay, if it
1: was the lacrosse airport, no, that's I not. would be furious at you. <laughs> yes, you would have an excuse. You drove me like that would probably like two miles,
0: but that would be weird. That's why it's got to be like I took my car to the cities or to Madison, and you were in Madison or the cities and did this because there's there's a certain amount of I have to get up at four in the morning, drive you to the airport, drop you off, fight traffic on the way back, perhaps, and then come and
1: get you again at whatever time. You know, either weird red-eye flight or maybe rush hour. That's the thing. I mean, when you're dropping someone off at the airport, it's usually at an incredibly strange time. Like, you're dropping them off at, like, 4.30 a.m. for a 6.15 flight or something. And I feel like you should do someone a favor in, you know, in response to that, right? You owe them a favor. Well, you bring them back a stuffed
0: animal from wherever you were. Sure. Right? Like, I I went to Florida and I bring back an alligator, right? From the... the, from one of those Ill, those terrible alligator farms where they just keep alligators trapped all the time. Um, that's what I would do. But also, then you're like, really, you took my car? Like, did you take did you take my car? It would be a very awkward conversation to confront someone that I'd be like, yeah, I drove you to the airport. Remember that? So yeah, I took your car. I, I dropped you up to the airport and then I went
1: to Milwaukee. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Rick. I think you would be more motivated to do that in today's world because rental cars are freaking expensive right now coming out of the pandemic there's this huge tightening in the supply of cars for rental companies and so rental car prices are off the charts so if i was looking for just a way to get a free ride to cruise around for a while on your dime heck (laughs) Hey, now would be the time to do it because rental cars are more expensive than I've ever seen. But you're at your house; you have your car. But for some reason, you took my car
0: instead of just driving your car. So rental car is not even part of this equation. Because wherever I'm going on vacation, maybe I have to rent a car. But you're just your car's in the garage, and then you take my car for a weekend road trip. That's the weird part. Um, uh, a texter called Joe Joseph texted and he said, "Take the Amtrak to Minneapolis instead of uh, <laughs> driving up there." Yeah. But then we wouldn't get to have this stupid scenario where we talk about about like, the <laughs> awkwardness of friends using other friends' cars without their permission. It would be weird. It would be a, be like – I think I would just be like, Anthony, did you use my car over the weekend? Now, like, Rick, are you the miles.
1: are you the type of person to track like how many miles are on your car? I, I do have – I just use – it's called the Fuelie app. So it just okay. – like, and it, it kind of keeps
0: track of ga- gas mileage. But it also tells me when – I need an oil change or anything else, but it's kind of cool to just see like, oh, look at a, I'm getting pretty good, ter- pretty terrible gas mileage. So I might at some point understand that uh, you use my car, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at the odometer and be like, whoa, wait a minute, there's, you know, unless you went like ten thousand miles, because I would because def- I know I'm in like the forty range, and if it flipped over to the fifty range, I would def. But man, you'd have to put a lot of miles on in a week, ten see, thousand miles.
1: I keep zero track, so I guess I'm giving away the idea that people could totally like take advantage of me for this because i have no idea how many miles are on my car and don't keep track all right so there's that scenario
0: if anyone wants to give us the breakdown of how awkward of a conversation this would be between friends trying to uh to, uh, de- to take other friends joy car 608 785 is the talk and text line um North Country Steak Buffet, when are we going to do that? Cuz they opened open. last Thursday. It's open. Buffet is a carry. Have you hit a buffet yet? No buffets for car. Um,
1: yeah, the buffet's uh, I don't This is like restaurant summer because we've got North Country Steak Buffet that is open and we've got Chipotle that is coming soon. Yeah,
0: they said this summer it's going to open, but they didn't tell me. I asked them. I put I don't know if you saw the story on Wisdom News, I but did. they but they have, uh, they, what's funny is they made, the, 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 the spokesperson that emailed me made it a big deal that they're having a drive through window. So when I go to Rochester, I order ahead, I got to go in and pick up. I also did see a funny meme, if you're ever starving and need something to eat, remember that Chipotle just sets their burritos out on a cart in the middle of right. the store.
1: And anybody can just go in and take them. They don't ask you who you are. There, did you know this? Do you know this? See, this happened to me yesterday with the subway in Onalaska. I ordered subway on the app, go in there, and there's just a shelf where my sandwich is sitting, probably, like, getting yeah. all, like, gross. And... Well, I mean,
0: it's there a couple
1: minutes. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, as long as but, it's not there But it there was that there, long. right? Yeah, it was, it was there. there. You're giving me there. to
0: point now. you point at me. <laughs> but it was there. But what I'm saying is if you're uh, starving, if you're hungry, if you're hard for money, you just go to the subway in Onalaska, look for the Anthony sub, and just grab it. <laughs> Do they check? Did they ask you
1: for the? Did they ask you for a receipt or show the app to see? This phone? is the thing, Rick. I had never experienced this before, so oh. I, I felt super weird doing this. So I lingered a little bit, making a big show of how I was checking the receipt to see if, like, it was my name. Yeah, you on made there. it look
0: good. You made it look. I, I made
1: it look convincing, and then took the food.
0: But that's what somebody stealing a sub would do too.
1: They would make it it look good. Somebody that's good at this. So, the first time I did this at
0: Chipotle, I ordered ahead and then I kind of went in there and I was like waiting around. And the girl's kind of, after a while, she's like, Did you order online? I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, They're over there, dude. Like, go. And I look, I'm like, Oh. And I go and I grab it and I come back and I'm like, And she's like, You're good. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have to show you a receipt or a confirmation email. She's like, No. And I'm like, Oh. And then I seen this meme later. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ever hungry, just go Chipotle and grab whatever burrito. Noodles and Panera have the same system. So then these people are going to be so mad. I've exposed this now, but at least we're out of a pandemic. So people, but like, oh, getting back to Chipotle, they, they, so they made a, not a real big deal, but was one part of the email is like, they have Chipotle they called it. It's a drive through window unbeknownst, you know, like unbelievable. I can't believe a new restaurant would have a drive through window, but this is a dilemma in the cities, right? New restaurants like McDonald's, like new, new buildings, they're they're not having drive through windows because, exactly. of, because of what, because of the green new deal, the gr- the gr- AOC, <laughs> AOC has Burnies? banned drive throughs because your car just is par- <laughs> sits out, sits uh, running, right? Like it's just like, right. that's inefficient. These new cars that come out, my neighbor has one where I was, uh, who was I, I was riding in a new car. I can't remember whose car. And then it just shut off. And I was like, Whoa. And they're like, no, it just does that at every stoplight. And it, it shut off for like four seconds. Cause then we were going again. I was like, that seems not efficient, but apparently that's efficient. Like we need to shut the car off every time we're at a we're at a stop. So, do you plan to take advantage of the Chipotle lane? Well, I'm not. Well, I, I had planned on taking advantage of the fact that I could just go in there and <laughs> grab free subs. Or free free Chipotle, but now attention
1: on Alaska Police Department. Watch for a guy in Under Armour, a big guy in Under Armour outfits, he going keeps... into
0: Chipotle and taking food. He keeps getting bigger because he keeps eating free Chipotle. <laughs> um, also, yeah, you're right. It is the on Alaska Police Department. I, I was talking. I had Fire Chief Ken Gilliam in here, and I asked him off the air. You know, is Chipotle your jurisdiction? Or so? Yeah, on Alaska Fire, on Alaska Police. That's uh, where that Chipotle is behind exporting goods. All right, we got a we we got a lot done there about the uh, Wisconsin State Legislature. That's exactly how I wanted that to go. I didn't want to talk politics at all for a segment. Uh, Brad's got to do the news, and uh,
1: Scott's comment coming up here. Uh, how did you hear it this morning? I, I did. Is I it, did. Is this one of the better ones? I, I, only, I only got one. I only got one nasty text in that came into Hayes this oh, morning. Oh,
0: only yeah. one. All right. So uh, Scott's comment, guest guest starring Anthony Trugoski, uw lacrosse political science professor, coming up in thirty seconds. All right. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Still haven't come up with a a great answer for if somebody borrowed your car while you while they took you to the airport for for a week. Uh, what you what would you do? But
1: your wife just chimed in, Jurgoski. My wife is listening, and she noted that I like to avoid confrontation. So someone could totally do that to my car, and I would be scared of confronting them (laughs) according to my wife's analysis okay so unless so I I would probably probably wouldn't I would
0: probably be like did you hey I just want to know I don't really care (laughs) but did you take my like that's how I would do it did you take my car over the weekend but if there was like a giant dent in it but then you could use that excuse yeah it was parked in front of my house I don't know but also if there were like 10,000 miles on it um then I would be then I might I might be mad I don't know what I would do though I just I probably wouldn't ask you to take me to the airport anymore, and you would be like, "Don't ask me to take you to the airport, then, dude." That's how you get out of it. <laughs> that's like one of the worst things. Uh, you, like friends, can you help me move? Moving that's, is that's number the, one. That's number one, right? Yep. I have a truck, so I often like, hey, if you want to borrow my truck, yep, that's it. But I'm not going to help you. But you can borrow my truck. So, yep. Also, it's 1996 F150, so you know <laughs> if it breaks down, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have to tow it because i'm not paying for that that would be interesting too like you borrow you borrow my truck to move and then my truck breaks down do you pay for the towing bill or do i have to pay for the
1: towing yeah what happens if you borrow someone's (laughs) truck for moving and it breaks down
0: oh man so many scenarios so many dilemmas here just the riding the just just very scary borrowing people's you know well five thousand dollar truck or twenty thousand dollar car depending on what it would be funny, too, is if you went over the warranty while buying somebody's car, because my car hits a mileage warranty, but that would be a lot of miles. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Libertarian guy, because we mentioned uh, taking free money, uh, and his name is Libertarian guy. So I have about a seven-page book on the talking text line <laughs> that I can't even get into, but he did brought, I, I did cherry-pick some of it. Um, and we talked about, did the, the Republicans uh, decide not to take Not to take, uh, expand Medicaid money this week or last week.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. I I can't remember which week, but that was pretty obviously going to happen. Oh, that happened this week because the special session was Tuesday. The special session was Tuesday, which lasted 40 seconds in the state assembly and just 10 seconds in the state Senate. All
0: right. Scott was calling in, but now he's gone. I I feel like Scott was going to chime in on the car stuff. Um, okay, so yeah, the, the idea that... So combine not even a minute. Under a minute. That yeah. was probably the goal, too. You guys yeah. got a, uh, you know, which one did 40 seconds? The assembly. Assembly probably went first and went 40 seconds, and then Voss called LeMehu. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Voss called, hey, we took uh, 40 seconds, so you got to get it under 20 <laughs> seconds just so that we could go. We did it in under... Because in the back room, they're like, ah, we did it in under a minute, <laughs> bunch of idiots. Oh, yeah. You can imagine
1: the back slapping
0: yeah they were probably i mean that was probably the goal let's do the special session for this idiot governor in under a minute because you know that'll be funny it'll be funny uh well, we'll yeah well we'll butt slapping i think they're doing butt slap <laughs> uh it's like a basketball team uh or a volleyball team um okay but we didn't take medicaid money and uh libertarian guy texted in and he said uh expanding medicaid with a one-time payment for the feds is a bad idea it gets people dependent upon medicaid and then when the federal money runs out, the state will have to pay those benefits. Okay, first of all, expanding Medicaid with a one-time payment from the feds is a bad idea, but the one-time payment has happened like eight or nine times, right? I mean, we've the feds have offered Medicaid expansion for a decade or so since Obamacare began.
1: What year was that? Well, yeah, so Obamacare was signed into law in 2010, 2010, and then as— couple years went by, the Medicaid expansion was rolled out. And there was a Supreme Court ruling that said that states have to opt in to Medicaid expansion. And that set off this whole controversy about, you know, will states accept the Medicaid expansion or won't they? And what the Democrats have tried to do is basically give states an offer that they can't refuse, though some states still have refused that offer. Basically, Wisconsin and a couple of the deep 11, south states. I believe eleven states. Yeah, I think all of them refused this time around. Again. Overwhelmingly in the deep south, but Wisconsin is still one of them. Um, and and when
0: we, when Wisconsin doesn't take that money, it it didn't right? It wasn't I talking about the, this to you earlier in the week uh, over text? Like it's going to cost Wisconsin money by not taking the money? Yep. something weird, like some weird scenario. Um, I'm trying to find that. I don't I don't know where that uh, article is, but the. But Libertarian Guy goes on here, too, to say uh, that it gets people dependent upon Medicaid and then the federal money runs out. Expanding Medicaid leads to cost shifting. That will cause people, uh, those of us like me, to have to pay higher insurance premiums. Yeah, we should get in a situation where nobody has to pay higher insurance premiums to offset the care of Medicaid. But maybe if we all put our money into one pool instead of like paying the CEOs of all the insurance companies... Uh, and 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 whatnot I, I, I don't know can we take the insurance company middleman out of the equation I don't know have this like universal thing health care I don't know something like that where we're all paying the one system instead of uh, having the, the insurance I, I mean I have friends that are like I had a friend this week say yeah the uh, insurance uh, company accepted my uh the doctor's orders to use whatever uh medicine that they they had to get for for some I don't know, for whatever pre-existing condition. But it was like, yeah, the insurance company, I'm so happy the insurance company accepted the doctor's orders to use this medicine. And I was like, this is the world we're living in. That This person was, you know, nervous that the insurance company was going to go, no, you can't. The doctor ordered it. Like, why do we have to ask the insurance company's permission for something that the doctor has said, you know, <laughs> you should be on.
1: This is one of the dilemmas when it comes to healthcare reform, because conservatives can work people up by saying, well, the Democrats want to have a government takeover of healthcare." But on the other hand, people despise private insurance companies also. So it's like a no-win situation when you look at public opinion. Like, do you trust the federal government? Most people don't. Do you trust private insurance companies? Most people don't. So we're kind of stuck with when-
0: can we just have one entity i mean it would be a monopoly then but that's why the if it's government run then it's one right. entity but the, the, there there is a ron kind was on the show too and and libertarian guys right the the medicaid doesn't pay enough to, it's true to whatever to doctors yeah. and there the, so that that those prices need to be raised that is a problem yep and and also like let's just raise those prices and then a- accept everybody you know onto Medicaid like everybody gets to use it because my, my ankle's been hurting and I can't go to the doctor because five thousand dollars deductible. Um, all right, so what else happened today? <laughs> there was like there were so many <laughs> things that happened. Um, uh, what else were we talking about? I, I, my, my notes say oh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I think we've gone beyond that.
1: Well, don't Robin Voss is he's on the case for election fraud.
0: Oh, oh, good. Okay. There's that, yeah. Um, we do have a couple of t- calls right. here. Um, if you want to throw those headphones on. This one. Oh, this is Tom. So Tom's going to give us, guaranteed Tom's going to give us a math equation. Guaranteed. Southside, so Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Rick, the um, River Point North, the new sand they're putting in, that's going to have to settle for at least 15 years before they can even begin building. That's what they did at Gunners and Lutheran. They had to. The government said so.
0: Okay. Uh, Triple Tom's calling in. Triple Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead.
2: In this, okay. First, I want to mention that we uh, we spent about $100 trillion on the war on poverty, and the problem keeps getting worse. That's the first thing I want to say. The next thing is. Back when Obamacare came in, I was on the Trumple County board, and we were pretty much forced to, to accept two full-time positions in Trumple County. There were several counties around La Crosse that also got two full-time people. It didn't matter what size they were. And there were a couple extras in La Crosse County. Well, what happened was once they, they were supposed to be here for two years to kind of acclimate us to Obamacare, those people, those jobs, got extended. They're still employed in Trumpler County, and I'd be reasonably sure that all of them are. So this is an example, while Republicans have learned that when the government starts giving you something, pretty soon it's going to start costing you something, and Wisconsin can't afford any more of these programs.
0: All right. Thanks for the call, Tom. Um, Fire them? I don't know. Just fire them. I got nothing. Um, The Libertarian guys, uh, 412... Uh, characters no words 412 word text i can't get to it all i just i can't do it Um uh, what is it, what can you explain what robin voss is trying to do with the w- w- this is the election that happened um in november it's hard to remember november so, 2020 so oh that one So we're still, we're still on,
1: what are we going to do? Are we going to overturn, is Trump going to be president still if Robin Voss is on the case? Is that, what are we doing? Robin Voss is hiring investigators to look into the election and one of them has, one of them has a really partisan past. He looked into the election in 2008 and went on to work for the Republican Party, some Tea Party-aligned groups. So, you know. It's clear that this is Robin Voss trying to make good with the base of the party that doesn't believe that Joe Biden was fairly elected. Robin Voss is trying to reach out to that base and assure them that he's doing something about this election. But it's clear that this is not a serious inquiry into the election and that he's really just doing it for political reasons and partisan reasons. Will this
0: take some time in the Assembly Over the floor, like, will they do things like will Steve Doyle have to go to Madison and and be on the floor and talk about whatever this is like? Are they going to take
1: minutes under not under a minute, but minutes? Well, Rick, to me, it's not clear what exactly happens, because Robin Voss is really taking charge of this process. And this is really emblematic of how Robin Voss has attracted so much power in the legislature I mean it's not uncommon for party leaders to have significant influence in a legislature but Robin Voss's power is just extraordinary in terms of determining what happens in the legislature what doesn't happen and in this case with very little discussion or very little debate hiring lawyers on the public dime hiring retired police officers and investigators on the public dime to look into this election, his power to just really call the shots and have his party go along with it is it is extraordinary. When you look at how other party leaders have been able to try to call the shots compared to Robin Voss's incredible success in doing so. I just feel like if we're going to spend time on this, we
0: could have at least debated in session that governor Evers called on Medicaid expansion. Like, we could have just debated it. Like, give us your reasons for not accepting it. And then Voss puts out a Facebook video today or whatever social media video. I'm sure it's on other social media platforms. I mean, that could have been part of your debate instead of just, you know, canceling the session and just being like, meh.
1: And why didn't we have a debate? Why did the Medicaid expansion special session go nowhere? Because that's what Robin Voss decided to do. Like his power over the agenda, his power over his members is just remarkable.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to get Republicans in the area and in the, in the Assembly to come on the show because it's hard for them to answer for stuff like this. They're like, oh, we're, I'm washing my hair, Rick. Sorry. Um, we got a call coming in. Caller, who's this? You're on the air.
3: Yeah, it's Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, so I have a question. How do you guys know that the election was fair? Okay. How do you guys know that?
0: Which which so, election? Which election?
3: The, well, which election? Mitch Reynolds Come stole on, the election.
0: Man. Well, we just had a mayoral election. Are you worried about the mayoral
3: election? No, you guys were just talking about the 2020 election, right?
0: And then and you were after talking that, about
3: Wisconsin, and but, you were talking about the uh, the lawyer that's going and trying to investigate Wisconsin. So, okay, but after that, names. but after that, we had a mayoral election. So how where do you, you know the 2020 election was fair?
0: The the Wisconsin election, or all the of
3: 2020 them? The twenty twenty Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Arizona, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, just the states Just the guys, states that Joe Biden won. let me give you a suggestion. Watch the Mike Lindell videos, and instead of being the, political, the my pillow guy? politics because you guys are both commie rats. The my the um, my pillow guy. Watch, yeah, watch the my pillow guy's videos. You guys, okay,
0: that's good. I can't do it. I can't, the pillow guy. Uh, the other Joe is calling in. Joe. Uh, Joe Biden, Trump Joe Biden guy. What? <laughs> votes, in, uh, votes in the Trump Joe. That's what I should call you.
4: Oh, I was just wondering what you guys thought of uh, Ryan, speaker, or um, Ryan. Um, Paul Ryan. Yeah, Paul Ryan? you know, he's such a loser. I, I forgot his name. <laughs> um, he he what owes what the... I uh, uh, thought about him speaking out, you know, saying that... Uh, half the country that uh, supports Trump should just abandon Trump, you know? And then, you know, is this going to have any effect going forward, or are we all still on the same page that Trump's going to be president here after we sweep the midterms?
0: Well, won't Trump be president before that, after all these, uh, the Arizona thing and the Wisconsin election thing, and um, also, Paul Ryan...
4: We're not going to find anything out. I mean, obviously, it was rigged, and there's been ballots placed, and there's been fake ballots, and all that. We're never... Obviously, we're not going to figure that out. That's that's just criminality, and we're never going to figure that out. So It's like the next person has to up the ante on how much illegal stuff they do. It's getting disgusting, but no, they're not going to find anything out by investigating, but we all know that Joe Biden did not get more votes than the Republican who got more votes than he did the first time he ran Hillary, and more votes than any Republican in history. Hillary Joe Biden did not get more votes than that.
0: Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump by 3 million votes. You're saying Joe Biden's Donald not Trump more?
4: got more votes the second time around than he did the first time. Joe Biden did not get more votes than that. You can't convince
0: Okay, so anyway, we don't want to have a conversation. Um. All right, what, uh, oh, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan owes the city yep. of La Crosse $250 for a bus tour from about seven years ago.
1: I thought Paul Ryan's speech was unimpressive um, because he tries to go after Donald Trump but doesn't mention Donald Trump by name. When he does mention Donald Trump by name, it's to praise Donald Trump for bringing a populist mindset into the Republican Party and to draw new voters into the Republican Party. So Paul Ryan wants to have it both ways. He wants the party to move on from Donald Trump while also not offending Donald Trump's supporters. And what we have learned with Donald Trump is that there is no middle ground with Donald Trump. So if Paul Ryan is trying to figure out how to get into that middle ground, it's not going to work. And Donald Trump absolutely went off on Paul Ryan today. We knew that that was going to happen because because Donald Trump is, you know, he hates Paul Ryan. (laughs) So I was very underwhelmed with paul ryan's re- remarks that he gave uh at the reagan library yesterday all right we got to take a quick break we'll be back all right welcome
0: back to lacrosse talk pm just a couple of minutes left it's, uh, it's not obvious that joe biden won the election <laughs> i don't think it was obvious that it was fake that was what joe was saying which is kind of laughable. Um the, the the when we if you want to break it down like people can't believe that more people voted for Joe Biden than any other president in the history of the world, right? Like in the history of the US, not the world, right? right. Joe Biden got the most votes ever. Right. Um and then Donald Trump got the second most votes ever. Right. Well, we it. we we've politicized the the country for 4 years in a in a manner that's never been done before. We're at a point in politics that's probably never been like this before right right well that since the civil war since the civil war and man that was i mean social media twitter twitter during the civil war was just crazy but like now it's even (laughs) crazier um also like if we can't believe that joe biden won by seven million votes right if you can't believe that well hillary clinton beat donald trump by three million votes and hillary clinton's the the like lamest most unpopular uh boring most boring maybe presidential candidate since I don't know who, but since I've been paying attention to it, but I, I admit maybe she's not the worst, but maybe the worst. I don't know. She could be the worst candidate ever, and she beat Donald Trump by 3 million votes. So I, I, whatever your opinion is of Hillary I don't have a great opinion of her, but it's a, a smidge better than Donald Trump.
1: <laughs> Got anything? I don't that, know. Uh, that, well, ju- just that. The popular vote conversation, we don't even elect presidents based on the popular vote anyway. So what's the big deal about the popular vote? I guess I shouldn't have. I, I didn't need to say any of that then, but it is it
0: is kind of funny. Like <laughs> no, but just... people
1: do bring that up all the time. Like, well, Donald Trump got more votes than any Republican candidate, but then Joe Biden got the most of any candidate. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not super relevant to how we actually elect presidents, but I suppose there's some symbolic value there. Yeah,
0: and you know what we should just do the popular vote anyway. Oh, like of course. it just like it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um all right. So, how did you how did you feel about your Scott's comment? Your guest star. You got one minute here. Did you feel you only got one? Yeah, did you get? Did you read the text that sent, came in on the
1: text line? Yes. About criticizing your Scott's comment. I don't know. It was kind of a longer tap. No, no. This was a. I thought this was a friendly. R- oh, it was. Response. I didn't read it. Yeah. Maybe we need to promote better paying jobs to come to Wisconsin. I know here in the cross, there's not really good paying jobs. The growth will happen then. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right, because my comment was about the need to increase the population in Wisconsin. Compared to other states, Wisconsin is growing at a really slow pace. You can read Anthony
0: Tregoski's, guest Scott's comment, at wisdomnews.com. Just go under blogs. Uh, I, I will say this text, uh, you don't want to have conversations. You're both idiots. Oh my, OMG, Rick, you're a total idiot. I was trying to have a conversation with some of those people, but they uh, they didn't want to have a, like a back and forth which often happens. All right, that's all the time we got. Hard Network out.